0: 702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison.
1: It is, of course, a Wednesday, and this Africa Report is brought to you by SAA. The ones who fly SAA's growing route network are now flying to Blantyre, Lilongwe, Vic Falls, and Windhoek. Crystal Odison, a very good morning to you. Let's talk now stories from the continent. The death toll is rising in Senegal. Uh, opposition party supporters have taken to the streets. Hundreds have been arrested. Uh, and, of course, many bodies. The AU, the UN, all calling for dialogue. What is going on in that country and what does it mean?
0: Yes, good morning, Bongani. Of course, Senegal is very close to me because I live there. So, this has absolutely be, been shocking and actually, it's been some of the deadliest violence that the country has seen. And it all centers around the opposition leader, Usman Sonko. Now, last week, he was found guilty for youth corruption, and he's been sentenced to two years in prison. Now, um, there's also been a long-running um, allegations of sexual assault, but the state couldn't prove it. Now, the verdict, which he was found guilty of this youth corruption, sparked this violent unrest, especially in Dakar. Um, Shocks were looted. Um, it was just really quite horrific. The army was called in. And so, some supporters are saying, look, you know, our leader is being targeted, um, you know, this is not right, and they took to the streets. Um, and they have not, I believe, they've not been able to contain the violence, and um, therefore, um, so despite being sentenced, Sonko has not been arrested, because I think after just what happened after he was sentenced, the government, I think, they just don't have, they just don't know what's going to um, come out, if and at the heart, of course, the country's having an election next year, Bungali, in February. And up till now, Maki Sal, who's actually a darling of the international community, he has not indicated whether or not, in fact, he's going to bypass this two-term limit that's in place and actually stand. And I think that's also been agitating opposition supporters by saying, yeah, you are targeting someone who actually came third um, in the last election. Um, You've got all these Trump-up charges and you actually don't know what you're going to do. And this is sparking just this... Complete I think that coupled with, you know, high cost of living, the cost of petrol, the cost of food, um, a large youth population also struggling with um, youth unemployment. Um, you know, Osman Sanko's supporters are from, um, you know, mostly the streets, the, the, the kind of townships of Dakar, lots of youth, um, you know, really feeling that he's the yeah. uh, kind of messiah and all of this is at boiling point, Oguni. And this is what we find now: sixteen oh. people already died, five hundred arrested. Um, really, not great for Senegal.
1: Oh gosh, I mean the country has come a long way has it not? Remember of course uh, Abdoulaye Wade uh, internationally praised after his defeat Mm. in 2012. He congratulated uh, his opponent having of course been president for two terms and there was a peaceful transfer of power and whatever you thought of President Wade, that was Senegal 10 years ago and look at them Mm. now. All right, let's move on to Nigeria. It's been what, just barely a week since President Bolati Nubu took office and the there's already a planned strike over fuel subsidies and changes there.
0: Yes, Sir so, ironically, President Mbola, um, he by accident read from his speech last week that there's going to be an end to the fuel subsidy that's Yes, out yes. I think you told us about this
1: last week, yeah.
0: Buying long queues in Lagos, Abuja, people just people went completely crazy. Transport costs then increased, and it just completely knocked people off their socks because they're like, This is the only thing we're actually getting from the federal government. We're an oil rich country, and we don't get anything. And so, this, of course, stopped twenty five, the presidency then came back to say, no, 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 we only going to, uh, it's only going to happen in July, um, which already I think there's a bit of murmuring because. We see the Labour Union saying today they're going to go out on the streets. We or not, that will happen, Ghana because I think Nigeria is just such a massive country that, you know, but the Labour Federation is saying this is not on. So, interestingly enough, in Gandhi, Nigeria uh, Nigerians only pay about a third of petrol costs compared to their neighbours in Ghana. And what you find is the cross-border trade, literally people from Benin Africa, coming to buy petrol in Nigeria. Secondly, Eleven years ago, when former President Goodluck Jonathan tried this, there was major, major protest, and it had to, um, you know, they couldn't implement it. Um, so the reality is that there's a feeling that, you know, these fuel subsidies, um, you know, have kept prices artificially, um, and basically it's going to have to increase because for the six months alone, the government has been. Seven billion dollars to keep that subsidy in place. Um, what's interesting, is that Nigeria's oil is refined in Europe and then imported back to Nigeria. Duh. So all of this, Bungadi, means trouble. So we'll see, and we'll obviously keep you know keep you posted and keep track on what's happening in Nigeria regarding the fuel subsidy.
1: We're often just our worst enemies, are we not, Crystal Audison? That's sort of the theme from so many countries across the continent. And we once thought we were the exception. I'm afraid Uh, that was never really true, was it? Crystal Audison with this week's Africa Report.